0: Welcome to the Um Umbia Sports Podcast with John and Chris, where it's
1: unapologetically just about the sports. We're glad you joined us. Let's jump right in. Hello, and welcome to the Um Umbia Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Reagan, joined by John, and it is the Wednesday episode, the day right before the first game opening the football preseason, NFL football preseason, the Hall of Fame game set to kick off tomorrow with the Raiders and the Jaguars. Let's talk about training camp, and then we'll talk about that game and what you think is going to happen. Sounds good. So let's start with the Bucks' training camp. Obviously, they've had some shaky starts so far, but one of those being Kyle Trask there. I think he's second year mm-hmm. backup quarterback, and he was kind of struggling a little bit during camp. What do you see for him? Yeah, it's interesting, especially with the Bucs camp. And I hear this a
0: lot with them is where they're letting veterans have, I believe they call it veteran days, where they're just letting guys like Tom Brady, Julio Jones, Fournette, just rest and let the backup guys have opportunities to try out training camp. And one of those guys is Cal Trask, who obviously has been stepping up for Tom Brady when he has those days off. Uh, and from what I'm hearing is he's not playing all that great. The article with that is on Amya um, yes, Sports. Uh, you can read it there. But basically the gist of it is he was struggling uh, during goal line, Red zone opportunities, those practice, those drills, he threw two interceptions, uh, and then another would-be interception on it, just a drive that they were just kind of orchestrating for themselves down the middle, uh, and they said that that his issues were kind of outshining the good throws that he was having, um, but the coach, um, gosh, it's not Bruce Arians anymore, it's Todd Bulls. but Todd Bowles said he likes the way Kyle Trask is understanding the offense and all that stuff, and I kind of get, expect coaches to say that, uh, just to try to show that the, these players are understanding stuff and they're growing and all that, but at the same time, Kyle Trask is in an interesting situation where I think a lot of people expect a lot from Kyle Trask at this point, uh, just because he was, he got drafted as I think a replacement for Tom Brady when Tom Brady does end up in the, uh, in the broadcast booth. Uh, And so a lot of people are expecting him to soak up all the information for Tom Brady and basically be a Tom Brady level quarterback right out of the gate. I feel like that's kind of the expectation uh, with fans. But the reality is this guy is still a second year guy has had zero playing time. Uh, and his only playing time was in Florida, where he did decent, but in Florida he had great weapons to go with, Uh, and he's now practicing with the second unit and still learning and trying to read and um, battle against defenses that know how to disguise themselves, veteran guys that have been playing the league a long time. So having a few mistakes in the red zone isn't a big deal. you much rather see him absorbing information from Tom Brady and in this case understanding the scheme uh, than not understanding any of those two things and having a great time on the practice field and playing his heart out. So in a lot of ways, I think preseason is going to be the thing that's really going to help us decide where Kyle Trask is going to be, where he sits on that spectrum. If, in fact, he's even a quarterback that can take over the reins for this Tampa team in the near future, if Tom Brady goes this season, if he, or he's going to go this season, but I mean like if he goes for a season afterwards or whatever happens after the season, it's gonna. I think preseason is gonna tell us a lot. We also know Tom Brady, I believe, is not gonna start the first preseason game against the Dolphins, and he, and Kyle Trask will have a chance to play with the starting guys that they decide to add in there. Which I imagine Julio will play a little bit. I imagine um, Mike Evans, Russell Gage will play at least a few possessions. So we'll have a better understanding of all that as things tick along. But at the same time, I don't think we should you know jump to, to any conclusions based off of anything that happened in. Uh, in camp, we also also the article mentions that uh he also had made some really good throws as well, um, some clutch uh, throws. So that's good. I think it's just gonna be a progression for Kyle Trask. And I think in a lot of ways, he might be stifled in this bucks organization just right now because Tom Brady obviously isn't gonna let doesn't need another guy to come on the field and play and, and play in that position. So, uh, because he's the greatest quarterback of all time, so there's really nothing to really worry about there. However, at the same time, that could be an interesting situation for Kyle Trask because now he he's having to figure out how to grow, how to get better beyond just talking to Tom Brady uh, and how to like in game shape would be and how to practice and how to get the reps. And so this is going to be a little bit of a trial by fire for Kyle Trask. And he's going to have to prove that he's, you know, going in the right direction. And I think in a lot of ways it might be a, a little longer than it is for most quarterbacks to get to the point where he's a starting quarterback type caliber quarterback. But in preseason, like I said, I think that will tell us a lot about where he is, um, as far as being able to start, or if Tampa needs to look at other options, but at this point, we really aren't going to know exactly where where he sits and all that. But I, like I said, I think I'm excited about preseason just because that will give us a better understanding of what, what this backup looks like. And uh, I mean, obviously, we watched him a lot at Florida, so we know what he looks like in college. But it's going to be a to see what looks like at the NFL because the NFL is a completely different animal than college. Uh, and so, even if you're, I mean, for the Tom Brady situation, he didn't play all that; he didn't have all that many opportunities a- in college. When he did have opportunities, he played extremely well. And then when he got got to the nfl when he had his opportunity he took the league by storm so it could be a similar situation for Alec it's a little too early to tell but that article i think just helps it gives it a little bit of a gauge of where he's kind of sitting and then preseason
1: gives even better gauge yeah all right let's talk about some more quarterback news the seahawks obviously involved with the trade the denver broncos where russell wilson is now in denver mm-hmm. they also got who's the quarterback they got Drew Locke. yes drew Lock. that's why i forgot uh <laughs> But this article on M.S. Sports says that, you know, Smith is going to be getting the start, and he has been getting the starting reps in camp. Why is that when they've got the superstar Drew Locke on the sideline? Superstar. (laughs) Stretch. Uh, I'll read you.
0: I post this on on Um M.S. Sports, but uh, this is a quote. Uh, but I think the quarterback coach, the office coordinator. I don't remember exactly which one because they just went through a massive re, uh, rebuild of coaches. But he just says we have a plan there. There are a lot of there are also a lot of different things with walkthroughs and everything we we have going. Uh, Gino has been, and this is you know going throughout it. But Gino has been uh, a little bit more has been a little uh, that's not correct spelling. But anyway, it basically just says that uh, there's going to be a mix up of you know the reps that each coach you know why or not. Okay. Each quarterback's going to get, and at this point, we, it, that's not supposed to tell us anything. The fact that Gina's getting the starting reps isn't supposed to give us any inclination about where the Seattle Seahawks team is going and who's going to be the starting quarterback. I disagree uh, because, honestly, I've never – like I mentioned this, i would never seen a situation where if they aren't already splitting reps or if one team's already tipping to one guy and giving him more of the starting reps, that usually points to something. Yep. So unless they're thinking – um, the The share and load is going to happen in the preseason and that's when we're going to see things happen. That's a different that's a different animal. like I said, you can read the quote and and read through it and try to make the most of it because I was trying to read and it was getting a little confusing but uh, just when I read it, that's the kind of the gist of what he was saying. but if you if Geno Smith has three things on Julock, these three things are experience, uh, knowledge of the system, and a longstanding relationship with the Seattle Seahawks squad. Yeah. drew Locke has none of those three things because obviously he came from denver so if you have a quarterback <laughs> that already understands all this you have a quarterback that you trusted enough to go in when russell wilson was injured i don't think you can tell me that yeah drew lock's gonna start and i'm gonna be like no. okay yeah i 100 percent believe that now this could be two options one this could be legitimate or two this could be them trying to make sure the other teams don't have a leg up on them by being, okay, look, it's Geno Smith. We've seen Geno Smith. Let's just go after Geno Smith. We're to pretend it's both these guys and then break the information because they also said they wouldn't announce it until uh, until regular season begins. No, but it's kind of
1: obvious. They're not going to start Drew Locke over Geno Smith. At yeah, least they Drew, shouldn't.
0: Gino, or I think Drew Locke has, has time. I, I think he can be good, but he's going to have to prove it. He's going to have to get better. He's going to have to be – He's going to have to yeah. prove he's a starting quarterback because even the Denver Broncos didn't think he was good enough to be a starting quarterback and put Teddy Bridgewater over him. So at this point, I'd be very shocked if that happened. I don't know how hot of a hot take this really truly is, but
1: I'm just going to call it a hot take. Geno Smith is going to start. Yep, I agree 100%. There's no reason to take an inexperienced quarterback from Denver to start your team when you've got Geno in the backup. So, All right, the Patriots in New England their offensive line is struggling and they're struggling at camp what is that going to mean for their season <laughs> yes um so we all know that the patriots are don't
0: uh, the patriots don't have a starting or a starting uh, an offensive coordinator they uh have two apparently it's Matt, pat patricia patricia and uh Joe Judge, is that right? I think that's right. From the Giants, those are the two guys they have as their offensive coordinators. Which one is going to be the actual offensive coordinator? Right now, we have no clue, and apparently, that's a bad thing uh, for football squads to not know who their who their starting guy's going to be. They did a practice where basically it's supposed to help the offense, where the defenders can't jam, they can't uh, hit the quarterback. They basically sometimes just wear pads on their hands, uh, and that's just a way for them to the wide receivers and the offense to kind of work through. But the defense was somehow still winning and uh, in getting interceptions and actually outperformed the offense for three straight practices. Doing it's this a very type of, bad look, doing this type of scheme, um, and that obviously is also on me.s Sports if you want to read this uh, this little uh, analysis of the camp. But I just basically said in the article, the Patriots might want to decide who, uh, who their office corner is going to be sooner rather than later. Matt Jones needs a, uh, a coach if he's going to succeed in New England. Matt Jones is in a very important part of his career. Now, Belichick has come up and tried to help as much as he can, but I feel like this Patriots team is trying what the Lakers tried, where they're trying to get – the the best of the best over the last few seasons and shove them in the roster and then when their office coordinator goes they don't the first move should have been get a new office coordinator right now sign him get him get him get him because we need to help mac jones out mac jones had a great first season now i need to make sure he's even better second season their move is to sign two other coaches that don't have an offensive uh, resume like at all and try to get them to coach this team I mean that's obvious that they're going to have some issues, and that's obvious they're going to have to work through some stuff. And this could definitely hurt the Patriots because the Patriots have high ex- have expectations on them by sports fans to get back to the Super Bowl, to get back to the playoffs. Now they got to the playoffs last season, but not get blown out. You know, I think they lost fifty-two to like seven or something like that. It was a huge loss for them. They need to do way better than that because of who this Patriots team has been. The greatest way to start, or the best way to do that. Is by signing an offensive coordinator because that is when this off—that's how this offense is going to hum by having one voice doing that. That's that's really the, how it's going to succeed. And until they do that, and how until, I don't even know how long they're trying to get procrastinated or what. But more and more you do this, the worse it's going to be. The fact they haven't even signed one yet is kind of a very interesting situation, especially with uh, preseason football literally eight days away before they play their first game. Eight days away, and you still don't have an offensive coordinator or one that you've decided on. And even if you pick one of the two guys that you already have, I don't trust these two guys to be those types of quarterbacks that are going to, you know, lead this offense. So at this point, it's a very interesting th- situation in, in New England. I'm sure um, Tom Brady's happy he's not there anymore, and he's in Tampa with, you know, not the same situation, but a new off- a new head coach. So I think it's going to be one of those situations where, they're going to have to figure out what they're going to do, but they're going to figure it out quickly because if you're losing in practice offensively to a defense, that either means your defense is literally the best defense ever, which I, I don't think they're the best defense in the AFC, or your offense doesn't have leadership and they're struggling. So at this point, it's time to catch your losses here. Maybe get rid of one of these coaches. I don't know what you want to do, but something has to give in, in one of these.
1: An off, actual office coordinator has to be signed sooner rather than later. Yeah. Definitely. That's a very interesting situation they've got there. All right. What time does the Hall of Fame game kick off tomorrow night? 8 Eastern, 7 Central, uh, and then do the math for everything else. (laughs) (laughs) I'm tired. (laughs) Okay. Um, So just give me your prediction, who you think is going to win, and then let's talk about why Trevor Lawrence is not going to be starting that game. Yeah, you mentioned it. Trevor Lawrence is not going to start that game. Makes it pretty obvious. Raiders. All right. And you said the Raiders are going to be starting Carr and... um, Adams, Adams,
0: yeah. Uh, from what I've seen, this, the lineups that I've found on the internet show that they are on the starting, um, in the starting. So they're lineup. just going to
1: pummel the Jaguars.
0: If they don't, there's a problem. Okay, and that Devonte Adams should not or should not have been signed. Something, something went wrong, because neither Travis Etienne or Trevor Lawrence are playing, and those are the two guys I said were very excited to play. Yeah. And then I think I actually messed it up. I think I said that uh, Aiden Hutchinson went to the Jaguars. That was supposed to happen. I now remember it was the Lions that got him, and uh, they got that thing they got from Oregon. So I, and he'll play cause he's a rookie, but at, at the same time, it, this, this Raiders team should be, should have zero problem. So why is Trevor Lawrence not going to play from what, uh, Doug Peterson said, he seen enough in practice basically that he's doing great in practice. So, you know, no reason to play him. So either that means he has some work to do and he does yeah. more stuff to accomplish and they're not quite satisfied or they're
1: trying to avoid him from injury. um, and I think it could be the first thing that he's really not doing very good, and they need to keep him off the field from other teams smelling blood. That's possible.
0: I think it's probably a mixture of both. I don't think you don't play your quarterback in the Hall of Fame game, especially. Like I understand you don't play Tom Brady in the Hall of Fame game. You're not risking right. him getting injured. You don't play it's Aaron a second-year quarterback. But though. this is a second-year guy that struggled last season yeah, and really you're not struggled. even sure what the, like this chemistry is going to be with the wide receivers at this point you want them to kind of mesh and you know get together and that's why we have a hall of fame game we don't have it just because you know the fans want it. we we have it to help i mean if the fans got it their 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 way there wouldn't be preseason. They would just be, you know, get to it. But we understand for coaches and owners, they need to see what their team is looking like. And that's why we have the Hall of Fame game and three other preseason games. So if you're going to sit him through the preseason game, that either means, you know, he needs more work or, like I said, he, he, they're afraid of injury. I'd call it probably a mixture of both. But if I had to guess, it'd be Trevor Lawrence still needs some work uh, to be yeah. done and, they, and they're not quite sure. Now, obviously, I'm not in the practice. I'm not in the coach's room and anything like that. So I can't, you know you know, say that uh, and make that official. But at the same time, just looking at from the outside, looking in, it kind of feels that way. Um, yeah. But other thing I know, I understand Travis Etienne not playing because obviously he just came off an injury uh, that took him out of the entire last season and they don't want to risk him getting injured again. But at the same time, it's still the same situation where you want to see who Travis Etienne is. Like practice is one thing where you, but that practice, especially training camp practice that doesn't, you know, it doesn't say, you know, much to, to what this team's actually gonna look like against an actual other team. If that was the case, every team would come of and just tear every team up if practice was enough. So practice isn't necessarily enough. You also need to see them against another team in live-action football, and that's what the first few possessions are for to give a little taste of that. But not playing either of those guys is a little bit interesting, uh, and I have some questions for it to understand why they would try that. And from the outside looking at it, it looks a little bit spectacular or a little bit I'm a little i se- s se- <laughs> I'm a little bit nervous about what this team's gonna look like come regular season when they get into it if if they're not
1: playing them. Yeah, and that's gonna be a nice, easy game for the Raiders. So oh, I yeah, hope it to be able to be see nice. some very nice.
0: And, and guess connections what? I get to there. see the other part that I wanted to see is I get to see Devontae Adams and Derek Carr. That's what I'm saying, cup. yeah. I was so excited. So there's some
1: spectacular connections, deep balls. We'll be excited for that. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, we'll be getting back to the Hall of Fame game on Friday. to See what actually happened. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Um, so yeah, until I'm sure then. I'm be interviewed about it. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Good episode. We got Absolutely. to see you guys on Friday. See ya. God bless.